0: from the Los Angeles underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex.
1: It's like honey in your ear holes.
0: Welcome back to the Superiority Complex, your new favorite podcast, everyone. Uh, I'm staring at a candle on my desk that is uh, popping because they were light a candle and um, have it pop like that. and I'm concerned that it's going to, it's going to be a, a, a little spark that's going to start a fire in here. It's going crazy. What's going on?
2: Are you, uh, You so you're uh, working by
0: candlelight? I like to set a mood, John. I'm very much like Venus Flytrap on WKRP. <laughs> and, and you uh, play some OJs. Uh, yeah, yeah, I play some OJs and some spinners, and I put on some uh, Luther Vandross, and I, uh, you know... I like to set a mood, and I just start, I I like to light a candle in here, it's just, you know, just, well, here's what I do, I'm going to give you, let you guys in on a little secret. I bought a little uh, phone holder, and it holds the phone up, it's a little phone stand, right? I don't know why I said holder, it's a little stand for my cell phone, and the bottom is free so that I can plug my, plug my, uh, connect it to my, my soundboard, and then I can keep an eye on the time and do that sort of thing, but... It's a cheap one. It's made of plastic and so when you put the phone in the cradle, if you turn the phone too far one way, the whole thing tips over. Well, my wife yeah. has a candle on the table here in the room and it's got a the the it's in a stone kind of it's you know it's in a stone container. A little container the candles in is made of stone. So I take the top of that off. It's very heavy. And I put that at the base of the phone, and it keeps the phone from tipping over. So then since the candle is exposed, I always go, hey, you know what? I'm going to light the candle right now. So that's what we did. Speaking of candles, we, uh, my wife made some uh, Fernando Valenzuela candles. Uh, oh, wow. Where he looks like a saint, so we lit one last night. And the Dodgers won uh, game one. Let me talk, let's talk about this. First of all, everyone's here today. Justine, Jake, Patrick. John, Sandy. Howdy. Howdy. Justine, last time we talked, hi. it was game three. The Dodgers were coming back, and they got pushed to the brink of elimination because they lost mm-hmm. the next game, Justine. We were down three games to one. We did what only one team this century has done, and only 13 teams in all of MLB history have done, and we came back from a 2-0 deficit to win the NLCS made it to the world series game one last night we're in the middle of the world series justine we're back
1: i don't know i don't like to get too excited yet
0: (laughs) but that comeback listen you don't have to get excited about you know i'm not i'm look it's one game we won i mean it's always nice to get the first win the the good sign was that they played they executed their game plan perfectly kershaw threw a great game uh, yes. Mookie Betts was stealing. They were playing yes. small ball. Oh, they, my God. they were hitting home runs. In the words, to quote my best friend Hiddish Patel, shout out to Hiddish Patel. Can you believe some team traded Mookie Betts away? <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it, it's like all this I don't want to get too excited. I don't want to I don't want to get too excited. You know, it's uh-huh. it's only one yeah. game. It's only one game. But it's just you start to see things, in you saw things in the last series that I told my wife when you start to see little things go a certain team's way you see it every year, um, little little you know the ball, you know the ball bounces a certain way it, it's baseball like my friend again hit it. baseball's crazy you know the, the a ball can bounce one way and it changes the whole series but. I, you know, I just started seeing all these signs in that NLCS, even when the Dodgers were down. Things kind of started to go their way. They were getting calls. They were, you know, the yeah. you know the, the Braves not tagging up. You know, a lot of it was just bonehead stuff by the Braves because they were probably excited and you just, you forget the fundamentals. But, you know, you start to see things line up and it's like, what what tripped me out about last night's game is that everything everybody has complained about over the last four years was addressed in that game. So, um, you know, you had... What were they complaining about? Well, they, the last they complained about, you know, Kershaw always melts down in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Boom. Kershaw comes out, uh, throws, a, th- you know, throws six solid innings, uh, gets out of a jam in the first inning, and then just settles down. Uh, he was just, I mean, people were were whiffing left and right. Uh, you know, people complain the Dodgers don't play enough small ball. You had a double steal. Mookie got on with a walk. Double steals to third, and then they hit him in. It's like the, that's the kind of stuff we've. Been, and then you know all the stuff that was like addressed in one game, and you know, all the stuff that we've, you know, the fan base has been saying this doesn't happen and that doesn't happen. And it, or Dave Roberts makes the wrong decisions. Dave Roberts may has been making great decisions. So it's like I don't know. Like I said, like you said, Justine, I don't want to get excited. But last, uh, I'm la-
1: excited, but I'm not. I la- just like I'm excited, but I don't want to tell anyone. Else.
0: Cautiously optimistic is the word I <laughs> use. But I'll tell you what, you can be excited about it was that, the, that series against the Braves because their backs were to the wall. Bless you.
3: Thank you.
0: Their backs were to the wall, and uh, everybody counted them out. I was ready to just be angry. I already had, I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie, I had Don't Look Back in Anger queued up, and I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And these guys fucking pulled it out and did you have
3: your anger tweet prepped uh,
0: i was no i mean it's always the same it's always i mean you know you were ready i mean a lot of people are trying to say you know this season doesn't count it's you know it's a short season this and that but it you know this is there's a lot to navigate and keeping your team healthy for however long it took for the season to play out for 60 days that's an accomplishment you know having to be uh uh, quarantined and all that stuff and you know right now they're in the in the bubble they're all in texas and they can't leave and you know the dodgers have been there now three weeks and um those are all stuff that's not going to happen in a, in a usual season so um i mean but what I, you're saying is that this is the hardest win it's a, it's a difficult one i'm not saying it's the hardest but it's difficult i mean everybody's rested you have that that gives the dodgers an advantage are you are you saying
3: this is what they needed to win
0: I think the games. I think getting pushed to the brink of elimination is what they needed to win, and showing that they could come back from behind, behind twice, uh, in a winner in a winner go home situation on game seven. Definitely, that momentum carried over into game one of the World Series. It definitely gave them a hell of a lot of confidence. Justine, were you?
1: I mean, I want an all out LA win, but I'm still trying not to say anything.
0: Justine, were you? Were you ready to, I mean, did you, when you saw that they lost, the? because we, I was, the last week we were in here, and I was calling out that game, and they had that in, insane game where they went off, got 11 runs in the first inning, oh and, my they, God. and they just spanked them, and then we're like, okay, here we go, and then the next game they come out and lose, and it's like, well, they got to win three in a row now against this Braves team, and I mean, Justine, were you, did you think the season was over? You can be honest with me.
1: Did I think
0: what the season was over when they when they when they went down uh, three games to
1: one? Um, you just get a little disappointed, you know. You're not mad, just disappointed. <laughs> it's, just <laughs> it's just another year. It's just another. That's how I it.
0: Well, you know what it is with this team, though. And I'm, this is—I'm not trying to humble brag, or I'm not trying to like pretend like I wasn't upset. But with this team, you really get the feeling like, well, they're going to be here again next year, you know you really get the feeling that they're so stacked. There's no way that they're going to not be there. You know? Um, I
1: mean, we keep getting up there.
0: Yeah. I mean, and now, and now I mean, it's going to get harder. We're going to see the Braves again. The Padres are definitely.
1: Oh, a bridesmaid.
0: The, the Padres are now a force to be reckoned with, so it will be harder next year. So, you know, I'm hoping we can pull it off. Um, but I was excited to see them. I mean, that, that was a miracle comeback. And then that game seven was insane. Uh, And so, uh, you know, that that felt like that Game 7 win is the closest i felt to a World Series win in a long time. I'll say that, you know. um, I was very excited to see them pull that off Uh, and, uh, again, execute a great game plan, which they were able to carry over. So we will see. We're in Game 1 tonight. Game game 2 is tonight. Game 1 was last night. So, uh, Mookie, that's all I got to say. You guys all get free tacos on October twenty eighth because of Mookie Wilson. <laughs> How do you guys feel about that?
1: Great. You're welcome, guys. You're welcome. Yeah,
0: you're welcome, America. Now, what For- <laughs> is what is what is it? NLCS. What's that say? What that? National League Championship National Series. So you have the two the two teams left standing in the National League, and the two teams left standing the American League is the ALCS, and then. That's it, man. Then, then your World Series, and this is the first time in a long time because of the the wild card that I hate. This is the first time that the two teams with the two best records in baseball are going head to head. It's been a little while. So I can't remember the last year, but it doesn't it ha- doesn't happen all the time now because of the wild card and things like that. Teams can sneak in there because they get hot at the right time. But this is an old school World Series. This is best in the. Best in the American League and best in the National League going uh, head-to-head, so it's uh, it's an interesting World Series, you know. But, uh, yeah, I was very happy with Game 1, and I hope we continue this, you know, I hope by the time we talk next week, Justine, we'll have some good news. Um, yes. I hope, but I'm not going to say anything. John. I, I asked John not to jinx it. John goes, how about those Dodgers? I'm like, don't jinx it, John. <laughs> 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 Oh by the way uh Spike Lee uh Spike Lee um texted a picture of Mookie from uh, Do the Right Thing and said Brooklyn Mookie is pulling for LA Mookie. Uh That's on cool. Twitter on Twitter yeah. That's cool. That's great, isn't it? That's nice. Mm-hmm. I think I think that movie I think that movie brought them luck. So please watch Do the Right Thing again this week guys.
4: <laughs> I know yeah I mean I know what that means. All right. What's I thought that? you were gonna say
2: Spike Lee heard our podcast he and really appreciated
0: it. That's it. What if Spike Lee did listen to our podcast and then argued with me like I was Reggie Miller? That'd be that'd be really cool. Did like the choke symbol, like I was Reggie Miller. Oh. that's a great documentary. Uh, if it's a, a thirty for thirty on Spike Lee and the uh, and the Indiana Pacers, check that out if you haven't seen it. Um,
4: Do the right thing. Also, a great documentary.
0: Man, that was a good movie. That was a good week. We went, we went from a really, really mellow uh, first week to a we're gonna go, you know, just going straight goofy this week with our picks this week. But how's everybody doing this week? Is everybody doing well? Our Lakers are champions. We we won't stop talking about it. Do you have any Lakers swag, Justine? Did you pick up? Um, a no, I
1: didn't purchase anything yet. I kind of want. A twenty twenty LA one. If if my Dodgers went too, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: going to send you. A, I'm going to send you a link that I sent to my friend. It's a picture of, um, it's a. You can get in different colors. It's one. It's like on one of those sites like Etsy or something or Redbubble. I don't remember what site it is, but this guy did this. Um, this art. It's a. It's a black shirt, and it's got a heart. The this, this shape of a heart, and then half of the heart is blue, and half of the heart is purple. And it has the Dodgers logo on one side and the Lakers logo on one side, and that's cool. It's really, really cool. And the yeah. hearts are made up of like other like little little pieces. So you'll you'll see what it, what I what I mean. You'll see what I mean when I... But uh,
1: yeah, I don't know if I'll buy the hat. I might. I have their three peat
0: hat. Oh, the but... Lakers. Yeah, yeah. My problem with Lakers yeah. gear is it's yellow or purple, and I'm fat, so I'm either going to look like a big grape or I'm going to look like a big <laughs> lemon. And uh so what I ended up doing is uh I, I went Yay. to I went to Costco the other day and I found um a gray they had like a bunch of gray and it just said uh Los Angeles Lakers with the logo and it said 2020 world champions and it was gray with my Interesting. The, I haven't know, seen that. It had the it was, yeah, they had my Costco it was like 14 bucks and it's like good quality shirt. So uh,
1: I still remember being up in in the nosebleeds at um Dodger Stadium playing against the Giants, and this lady walked by, and this guy yelled out, move, you pumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) She's just wearing her orange sweatshirt.
0: Oh, (laughs) God, I love Dodgers. We were one one time.
1: Anyways, you got to be happy you're not wearing orange.
0: I remember one time we were uh, up in the, we were up in the, it's always in the nosebleeds. We were up in the reserve section behind home plate, and um, we're all watching the game it's it's Dodgers Giants and um, you know we're up in the cheap seats and um, all of a sudden this couple comes down and this girl you can tell she just got out of work um, she's wearing like a pencil skirt and like high heels and she's you know she's walking down and she's you know it, you know long blonde hair and um, she's walking with her boyfriend and he's wearing like a like a suit like a shirt and tie you know like um, but he's got his Dodger hat on, and uh, they and this girl is just striking. Everybody on either side of the aisle just stops what they're doing, uh, you know. You know, all the conversation stops like a movie, and everybody's just watching this girl go down the stairs. Right, she gets down to the front row. They're like right in the front row along the railing, and she's wearing like a sweater. Like you know, like a, you know, she takes off the sweater and she's got a giant shirt on under the sweater. <laughs> You've never heard a crowd turn on anybody. People started booing and then spontaneously, this chant breaks out. Everybody starts going, "Dump her, dump her!" Dump her. <laughs> wow. Ah, oh, good awesome. old Dodger Stadium. <laughs> Good times, man. Good times. I've had some good times at that stadium. Uh, sometimes it's pure comedy when the other team is uh, represented by the fans. Um, <clears throat> guys, uh, Justine and I w- welcome to Sports Talk with Justine and Mario. Uh, Justine, any other thoughts? You you, you think they made? It, do you think the Dodgers made a good move in trading Mookie bet and trading for Mookie Betts?
1: Oh my God, he's awesome!
0: And do you miss I love him? Do you miss Alex Verdugo? no I'm <laughs> well you know they gave up a lot to get him but uh but man he is worth every penny if they don't if they'd only had him for the year remember originally he was only supposed to be here for a year he was a free agent the you know boston dodgers were gonna you know they, they, they had him for a year he was basically a rental and then they worked that deal to keep him but even if he'd only been can you imagine if he'd only been here for a year and we're like well we're letting this guy go that would have been even worse yeah, that would suck. But man, what a what an exciting player. Uh just fun to watch. And you know, guys like uh I always sing the praises of Corey Seager, but he seems to get lost in the shadows behind uh Cody Bellinger. And boy, he had a big series against the Braves, man.
1: Oh my god, he's I love him right now. I love him.
0: He was clutch. He was clutch. Uh, I like that these like he and Bellinger are gangly. They're like tall, gangly dudes, and they just crush home runs like crush they're like this tall skinny guys
1: they are they're pretty thin compared to the people who are usually the big hitters uh
0: john you know what um john you know what they they, they remind me of like Bellinger and uh Bellinger and 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 seeger look like they would be in like a like a like a stoner comedy like they look like they'd you be know... <laughs> 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 They're yeah. just like two dudes uh but yeah they like, uh... but man Exciting times to be a LA sports fan. Let's hope we keep it up. I don't want that's all I'm going to say. Everybody okay? John, what's the mood been like at uh, Trader Joe's? Are people coming in or are they are they wearing the Dodgers gear? Are they supporting the Dodgers? Are they uh talking yeah. about the Dodgers? Yeah.
2: Every, everyone walking in is wearing Dodger stuff. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. The whole team, come, I mean everybody comes out for the Dodgers. Everybody likes them and uh, no matter what I'm happens not- this is going to be a fun team to watch for a long time. This is going to be a, this is going to be a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, they had, had a good. Uh, you know, I, I, I want I want we want success, of course, obviously, but also um, we have we have good times ahead of us, guys. So get excited! Woo! Not too
1: excited.
0: Patrick's very quiet. <laughs> Patrick's very quiet. <laughs> Uh, I'm happy for you guys. Pat Patrick's obviously a Giants fan, so he's always rooting for the very worst to happen.
3: No, I, but, I, I'm happy for you guys. I hope your team wins.
0: Oh, get out of here with that.
3: Oh, I hate that. What? Mm. They played a great first game. Mm. That was awesome.
0: They did play a really good game. All
3: right. I got no complaints, man. <sighs>
1: he's a witch. He's doing little spells.
0: Let's Wow. Do- <laughs> Justine, can't you just like, can't you bring him over to the light side? Nope. <laughs> This is like a real Kylo Ren. So he, no wonder you like him. He's like Kylo Ren. <laughs> uh,
3: he repre- my family would roll in their grave if I switched to the Dodgers.
0: He represents. He represents the worst of humanity. The Giants fan, and you're just like <laughs> you're trying to bring him out of it, like Ray. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Aww, wow, Rey. you are. Oh, what a nice. Uh, in other news, uh, we have a new cat uh, over at uh, Jake's house. Jake, what's what's up with this boy? what's up with this kitty kitty you guys uh you oh, he's,
4: oh he's the goodest he's the goodest boy he's just the ah, goodest little boy.
0: he's a little well, kitty not, kitty no,
4: no, no, he's a big boy he is two months younger than our cat that we currently have and he's about twice her size are they uh in terms of actually like twice the like how like big big but he's definitely heavier are they getting along um, they haven't officially met yet. We're trying to keep making sure he's comfortable before we start throwing another cat in the mix. But. Now, here's a,
0: here's, um, here's an
4: interesting situation. Cause
0: we keep him in the living
4: room. Uh-huh. We in the bedroom
0: for now. John, you have a similar situation. You have two cats live in the same house, but they've never met. Is that right?
2: Yeah, because so one of them's like 18 and the other one's like two. So, um, <laughs> It's when it's worked out great. It's been two years now, and there's there's absolutely no reason for them to meet, you know.
0: Now, John the that's cat. That's, so weird. John the cat that's eighteen. Does it get com- yeah. Does it get confused every day? <laughs>
2: <laughs> bow, bow, boom! Boom!
0: ba oh.
2: And she goes, "I'm eighteen, and I don't know what I want."
0: Oh, yeah, that's it. Eighteen. Uh, so they've never met. Mm-hmm. Why? That is weird, right? Just this always fascinates me. Because there's just like a door separating them. So what's keeping from one cat just waiting to go through and then running through the door? Because, um, they, they are not not forget
1: to close the door.
0: (laughs) Well, in two
2: years, I've never forgotten to close the door. I just think it wouldn't end well. One of them is going to beat up on the other and I'm, you know, I'm at work for hours and hours. So it just, it would never work for them to just be hanging out together with me gone. So, Hmm. um, it's a, fair, it's a fairly large house. I don't think they know that they're missing anything. They each have half of the house to themselves, and I don't think they particularly feel like they're missing the rest of the house. I don't think they even know there's, there's another half of the house to miss. Yeah. The other yeah. thing is, uh, Tasha, the way she eats her food, she just woofs it down. And she's looking for the next bowl. And the Siamese, she just sort of like barely picks at her food. So it would be one of these things where, you know, Tasha would always be eating her food.
0: Ah yeah, Uh, yeah.
2: gone. There'd be no way.
0: You've had Tasha a long time now, and
2: uh, I've had Tasha. Tasha just went. uh, She's eighteen. Just turned eighteen. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And before Tasha, there was Morticia.
2: Yeah, and uh, yeah, Morticia had uh, fifteen years before she passed away. Yeah, yeah. My brother had a cat that. My brother had a cat that lived uh, twenty-four years. So. They, mm-hmm. some, sometimes indoor cats live a long time.
0: Don't say that, John, because I have one that just is a pain in the ass.
4: Mm. They're all a pain in the ass in their own special way. Man.
2: Yeah. You know, cats are uh, cats are unique like that. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, I My love them. Friends. They're both. They're both great. Hey,
4: oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, yeah. You, you learn to appreciate each cat for its own thing. Yeah, that's for And Mila's got a lot more attitude and likes to be feisty. And then our new cat Jasper is definitely one who loves to cuddle. So,
2: so how many cats do you have now, Jake? We have two. We just got. Oh, I thought you had more
4: than two. About when did we get back? Monday. So he's been here for two days. Love him. So his name is Jasper. Yeah, we named him Jasper.
2: The foster parent, the foster home, named him Marbles, so we're trying to break that. That's a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird yeah. name. Marbles. Marbles.
0: Shit. Yeah. Marbles is the name of somebody you pick for your heist. Okay. That's like a that's like yeah. a heist guy name. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: you know, is right. the wheel man for sure. Yeah, yeah, Marbles. All right,
2: Marbles, you wait around the back.
0: Marbles, we'll be right out. Marbles, get us the hell out of here.
1: Okay, boss, I'll be there. Don't worry. Yeah. I think Rihanna's name and Ocean's whatever number. She was April. See,
0: oh, yeah, see, that's, that's cool. A great, that's, that's a that's cool great. name. Yeah, yeah marbles dumb. Uh, wow. dumb. Well, you know, I'm, a, I'm not saying Jasper is uh, great, but it's better than marbles. But
4: well, okay, we're really creative, and we like to name cats based on the letters that they have on their person on their body. Mila's uh-huh. got a big M on her forehead, and he has a little J right, right over his eye. Well, Jake's a good name I'm for a cat. Me <clears throat> M and J. Jake's a good, good name, name for MJ. a cat. Yeah, but that get real. That's too confusing. Hmm.
1: But then you would say the name in a different tone.
0: What about Johnny? They don't understand letters. <laughs> <laughs> Just no
1: them. one says Jake. Jake. No one says <laughs> it like that.
0: Yeah. What about Johnny? Johnny. 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 Johnny yeah. cat. You call Johnny Johnny him Johnny boy. cat. Johnny boy. Johnny. Jimmy. Jimmy. Cat named Jimmy. Dump. That's a good name, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Get down from there.
4: I either wanted Jasper or I wanted some
0: just like Frank Bob. Well, oh, Jim. I mean, you yeah. could
3: have named him Joaquin. Joaquin. I don't understand.
0: Oh yeah. I would have named that cat James T. Cat.
3: Bub. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: boy. <laughs> Bub.
1: This is fun.
0: Yeah. We're cat names. If you guys have a name we're for naming Jake's cat. If you guys have a name for uh for if you have a name for Jake's cat, does shoot us a line. It has to start with a J. You at know, soup complex. so you is, uh, complex.
4: If you Venmo me $10,000, you can name our cat whatever you want.
2: You should name your cat Con, so when it's up on the couch, you can go, Con! <laughs>
0: what, about, <clears throat> what about Jangles? Oh, my God, I love that. What about Jangles or Jingles? Jingles? Jangles. <laughs> Jeeves. <laughs> oh, you should have named him Jeeves. What about Jerry? Danny
4: wants Danny wants to get a cat named Pee- or a dog named Peeves.
2: That's odd. <laughs> <Your pet> peeves. <laughs> oh no.
0: Don't oh. do that. Don't do that to a dog.
2: <laughs> your pet peeves.
0: <laughs> Dogs have don't do that to a dog. Don't do that. You can do that to a cat. No, don't do that to a no, dog. No do no. that. No, don't do that to a dog. Dogs aren't there for your to be your little your little your little, your little jokes. <laughs> <clears throat> Boy, that killed the conversation. All of a sudden I I'm, <laughs> arg- I'm arguing for the for the nobility of dogs and people got people took it very seriously. Uh, I'll try to write that down in my notes. Hack
4: uh, the internet, I remember that.
0: That's all right. What do you find on the internet though? Trolls. Porn. Mm. Porn. Lots, cats. lots of porn. And cats. Mm-hmm. And cats. By the way, pitcher for the Dodgers Tony Gonzalez goes by the nickname The Cat Man. Why is that? It wears, it wears a shirt with cats on it. Because ah. he likes
3: a lot of... Never mind. Hey! Hey! hey. Uh,
0: okay. If you're, famous, yeah. they, if you're famous, they let you do it. Yeah. Mm. So. Mm. So. Mm. So. Guys. Digital Movie Club this week. Are you guys pumped? It's the time. Ooh, yeah. It is time. Oh, it's time. It's
3: time
0: to get ill. Yenton. Yerrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr yeah, up, You're in the club. I don't know how you mess that up every week. <laughs> I need to be able to see you, and plus you keep switching it up on me. No, I don't. It's always yeah. dun dun. Ya da 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 like that. That's how it goes. That's where I lose you. I get confused easily. No, that's not it. And when I go in uh
2: you threw yeah, in an extra da da Yeah, you had an extra
0: da da Yeah, but it doesn't matter because that. when I go da 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 da, that's when he does it. That's when you do it. But it's you, not you on don't the.
3: Don't pause long but enough you for me to do it.
0: Time, give him some time.
3: You <clears throat> can't fucking breathe, Mario. I
0: you should be breathe, ready. I'm one... <laughs> ready, I'm the one. I'm being ready. I'm the one expelling breath. You're the. one... You should just be ready. You should just be on it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> nope. I'm glad you. I'm glad everybody else saw you quicking. Freaking... Switching shit up. Watch you know, this. Computer. Watch
0: this, Jake. Are you ready? Young no, time. I'm not ready. Oh, you? F- no, nope. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right.
3: Everybody's on my side.
0: That's weird. That's Care weird.
2: I is somebody um is somebody clicking a pen?
0: <laughs> no. What is that? Nope. I don't hear it.
2: Who knows? That it's
4: somebody playing Animal Crossing.
0: Yeah, somebody playing I Animal heard. Crossing. Wait.
4: I keep hearing a click, 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 click.
2: Not now, of yeah, course. I awesome.
4: uh, <laughs> Never when you're never when you're right never there. when you're looking for it. Right there. It right there.
0: Yeah. Let's listen. It, 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 listen.
1: Shh. I feel like someone's gonna fart.
0: <laughs> listen. <laughs> do you smell something? <laughs> Oh yeah, one of the one the inquisitive ones. The <laughs> Oh no,
3: me. Oh
0: man. Oh
1: my God! you Need to edit a lot in this episode.
0: I'm not editing anything because the game is on right editing. after this. Editing. This editing. is going out as is. Okay. Sometimes That's I'll sit so there and I'll awkward. edit and I'll I'll. I'll change stuff around but uh no not today
2: sometimes mario's like i'm not editing like a them. goddamn thing
0: yep out <laughs> all the crosstalk you take what you get and you don't get upset it's harder to monitor the crosstalk because we're basically having a phone conversation so i we, know
4: it's tough it because the minor delay
0: exactly and we can't yeah. see each other's mouths so That's hard so yep uh you know people get used to it we have yeah, few, i
1: don't, it, I don't there, mind if got, we zoom out. we can zoom
0: I want to stare at your guys' mouth. That's
4: kinky. Yeah. S- stare at the mouth? Yeah,
3: let me stare at your mouth. Um, it's the master.
0: Well, guess what it's time for, guys? Time for like, the Digital we Movie don't Club. know anymore. <laughs> it's time You're for like, the Digital uh, Movie Club. Uh, John, Sandy, yeah. which would you like to discuss first? This week we watched Back to the Future Part 2 and the final film in the Indiana Jones series, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Which would you like to watch uh, first?
2: Let's do uh, Back to the Future first.
0: We're going to do Back to the Future Part Two first. Part D. So, part D. Patrick, please give us the rundown on Back to the Future All D- right. D- Back
3: D- to the Future Part 2 released on uh, November 22nd, 1989. Received a 7.8 on IMDb. 66% on Rotten Tomatoes with a budget of $40 million Box Office, $336 million.
0: Directed by one Robert Zemeckis. Wow. Wow. This was a huge hit. Huge. Summer of 89. We continue to plow through Summer of 89, man. There were a lot of good movies that came out. We had, of course, The Batman, uh, this movie. We had License to Kill come out that summer. And now we're going to talk about Back to the Future 2. Who would like to begin? Who had, Everyone had seen this, correct?
3: Yeah, mm. correct. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we'd all seen it, right? Was that a yes Jake? or no,
3: Jake? Yeah. Jake, what <laughs> are you no, doing? Answer the question. <laughs>
4: Not
0: in a very long time. Not in a very yeah. long time. Okay. Now that counts. That counts. This is a, this is a movie. This movie's interesting <clears throat> because it basically retells the first movie. Uh, in a different way, which which happens a lot in sequels. You're basically a retelling the first movie, but this kind of turns everything on its ear because, we, of course, we're dealing with time travel, and uh, I think this is the first popular movie that really dealt with the idea of a parallel universe, or a multiverse. Um, so they
3: keep poking you and go, hey, remember? Remember? Remember?
0: Yeah, remember this? Remember the, all sequels do that. They go, hey, remember this guy? You love this guy in the first one, so here he is again. Um,
3: remember, remember Chewbacca?
0: Yeah, you, you really don't need to watch the first one. The second one basically sums it up. You do kind of need to watch the first one to understand why things mm-hmm. are happening. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm
2: Absolutely. Gonna... it's it. This, this does not play the same if you haven't seen the first one. I agree. I definitely think that's right.
0: Jake disagrees.
2: I think a lot of things uh, fall flat if you haven't seen the first one. Uh, He's trying to be a contrarian. Mm. I see.
0: Everyone likes that picture. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Jake, Jake, let's start with you. After having hadn't seen it for after having had not seen it for such a long time, what did you think revisiting it?
4: I thought it was a solid sequel. Yes. Although I will say, 2015, they were very optimistic about what we would
0: have in current technology. in 2015. That's I think, true. Yeah, I think every every uh, every movie movie that tries to guess the future kind of does that. They and shoot Blade way Runner high.
3: Blade Runner had it right, except Blade
2: Runner <laughs> and They're of like, course, Planet of the Apes.
0: Thirty I years, know. I think we're gonna have
4: flying cars and hoverboards. That was, that's very optimistic. And I think it's you. like a
2: Jetson's Jetsons view of the future.
4: Thank you for assuming the human race is smart enough to do that in 30
0: years. Mm. Can you imagine how boring, like, if somehow the, the, the team writers did know what was coming and they guessed accurately? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine how disappointed we would have been back in 1989 watching this movie?
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Truth hurts, doesn't it?
0: I just think exactly they should the just, same.
1: like, put the camera up to a cell phone and just show what the cell phone can do and I'll be amazed. And
0: that's it. But that's it. That's our one (laughs) thing. We have the cell phone. That's it.
1: Every year, something new. Brand new phones,
4: fancy uh, computers.
2: I think they'd be amazed to learn that Biff Tannen become president in the year uh, Mm -hmm. 2016.
0: Boy, oh boy, this, this this is also a little bit of a takeoff and it's a wonderful life. Um, yeah,
2: right down to the graveyard scene. Yeah, yeah. right down to the graveyard scene.
0: But, um, but uh, yeah, they, they definitely predict uh, Trump. I mean, Trump was, uh, I mean, obviously Trump was around at this time, and it was like somebody just basically asked, what if a guy like Trump became president? And there you have it. Um, yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah. Son of I mean, a bitch is predicting the future. Yeah, well, they predicted the Cubs winning. They were a year off. True, true. So, Jake, what worked for you? What didn't work?
4: Um, I think it overall it worked really well. Um, I can't remember anything specific that was really glaring. So, yeah, it just seemed it seemed pretty solid throughout. I think what was it? It was um, God. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But, um, yeah, overall it was pretty good. Don't have a whole lot to say about it. It's a you know, '80s classic or sequel to
0: an 80s classic, I should say. Justine, what do you think of Back to the Future 2?
1: Um, I thought it was pretty crazy, like, back then when I first watched it, because I was like, what? We're going back to these times, and they're in the same place, and they can't see the other? Like, the whole concept I thought was pretty cool. It's not my first time watching it, but I remember that feeling. Um, also, I didn't know that Zane... What's that guy? Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Yes. I did not. I saw his name and I'm like, what? When? <laughs> and then it played and I was like, holy shit. That's the guy from yeah, the, the mummy. He's in the first one, too.
0: He's in the first one, yeah.
1: That's the guy from The Mummy. He's always a bad guy.
2: He is. And The Titanic, yeah. too.
0: <laughs> That's right. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Women and
0: children first, Billy.
1: I mean, it's hard because this movie, like, is really just setting you up for the next one that it doesn't feel like a complete movie at all. It's just a whole setup. But I, I thought it was fun. I enjoyed watching it. I always enjoy watching it, though. I don't think there's anything I really hate on it. Um, the hoverboard was super cool, of course. Um, his Nike shoes, which I already realized, like, you can buy those. So wow, that's cool.
0: Yeah, they made them, um, they made them as like an anniversary thing for the movie yeah or for the yeah. anniversary of the movie,
1: and then they keep working on the hoverboard, too. I think they made one, but it's like you know it's not perfect, but they working on it. See these movies they just dream up everything for everyone um other than that, I mean, I think the storyline with everything and like going in with each other is pretty cool. I just I don't know, I haven't watched the western one in a long time that i wasn't looking forward to that
0: part. Oh, so. come on, you love westerns now.
1: And the fact that it's like pushing to that, i'm like, no, no, no. No. It's okay.
0: But you love yeah. westerns. Doesn't now.
2: he Doesn't he call himself connie's put in the next one?
0: <laughs> I think he does, yeah. Does he? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he watching that movie? Someone was yeah, watching. Biff it. was in, Biff yeah, was watching yeah. it. Uh, he was yeah.
0: His tub. yeah, i was going to ask what you, i was going to ask what you thought of that.
1: Yeah, I saw it and I was like, oh shoot, Clint Swan <laughs> <laughs> And
0: and Biff loves him. And Biff loves him. Uh, yeah.
1: Thanks, Biff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boy. Uh, Thanks, Biff. Biff is so hateable. Biff. Biff is so great, such a good villain in this one. In yeah. all iterations. Yeah. He's just always such yeah. a good villain. And just becomes so evil. You what know? does he say yeah. when he
1: hits him in the head? Hello, are you there? Or what does he say?
0: Hello, butthead. Hello, McFly. McFly. Hello,
1: McFly. Just keeps hitting him in the head. Well, and I think that um, uh, God, I forgot his name. McFly, what's his name?
2: Marty. Marty. Uh,
1: Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Him playing yeah. the the daughter. It's always so weird because he does this weird thing with his head, like a weird flick.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like turns her head the to hair like hair? the side, yeah. He kind of looks know? like uh Lisa from the Muppets, is that her name?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah like the hair is too heavy or something, like, yeah, yeah. It just looks weird,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. well, you know, they got some things in the house, right? You know, you have like a wall, basically, you got like a wall that's a TV. That's pretty close to what we yeah, have. We
1: have projectors.
0: Yeah, you know. Video calls. Mm-hmm. Flea is your boss. That's got to be terrifying. <laughs> um, Flea as the boss. <laughs> uh, why does everybody wear two ties? I don't understand that. I, don't understand. I didn't it's
1: notice
0: that. Twice until this the movie. professionalism. Twice the professionalism. Did you notice that the girlfriend changed? Did you guys notice that Elizabeth's shoe changed? Yes. And so did George. That was not Crispin Glover uh, playing George Mcfly uh, yeah.
2: right that's why they kind of marginalized him in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think they had some there's some problems with Crispin Glover, I think I don't know if it was um over money or what, but they just said we gotta get rid of this guy. <laughs> He's got kind of, a kind of a a difficult character, so they they just said well, we gotta get somebody else and write him out of the out of the sequel
0: yeah, and I guess he he had a lawsuit going because they used his image without his permission. They basically made somebody look like him and it's funny
2: that they had him hanging upside down they're like okay how can we make this so you won't notice it's not him i know we'll hang him upside down
0: yeah the the fact that they try to i I don't think you would have ever noticed it um, but they try so hard to hide it that it kind of becomes obvious that you know Mm -hmm, they're doing it so um it's a very game of death situation um patrick how do you feel about this sequel my man
3: I mean, I I always get a lot of flack for not like completely adoring the uh, Back to the Future franchise. Uh, As you should, which is fair. Like I get it, you know. People yeah, but
0: it's things your things hatred of greasers—that's the whole thing. It's just because you don't like the era they're going back to. That's why. No,
3: that, that has nothing to do with it.
0: Nothing to do with it on this one. First of all, don't uh, tell me what you think.
3: No, no. I'll You're tell you.
0: Jealous. I'll tell you what no, you think. No, no. <laughs> You're just jealous. That's the whole point of the show. Right? I jealous. tell you what to think so um
3: this is probably my least favorite of the three uh i i enjoy the first one this one not as much some of the premises is, is cool but it doesn't hold up as well um nowadays as far as like a lot of the special effects and the makeups they, they're they're kind of a little iffy for uh some parts like this makeup is not that great when he's older and then you get a lot of blue screen stuff that's uh, more noticeable um but it's not all the time like there's parts where they do a really good job like the whole hoverboard lake scene that shot really well and i think it's because they used a lot of practical effects um but i mean it's it's not my favorite the story's okay um i i i watch it but it's not like something i go out of my way to watch
0: fair enough john sandy what do you say
2: Um, I think it's a really solid sequel. Uh, It holds up pretty good. I'm not sure I love it as much as I liked it when it first came out, but the thing that always amazes me about this movie is how they were able to juggle all the uh, different plot lines and different strands and alternate time periods. It just always knocks me out that they keep keep it all pretty much, they keep it all straight, you know? When you're doing Mm -hmm. time travel movies, it's easy to kind of lose where you're at and make mistakes. I was just... Always amazed at how they kept every every plot strand and every time eventuality straight. It must have just been a you know it's a it's a wonder when they were writing it and also the editing you know it's just got to be just right to make it all tie together so I'm just kind of amazed as a concept that it works as well as it does and they really they pretty much milk every idea they can they can out of it you know every everything you would want out of a time travel comedy they pretty much follow up every possibility for for the maximum uh payoff you know and um yeah I, I i still think it holds up uh what i think is funny is looking at what the 80s they're already looking back on what an 80s flashback will be when he goes into the cafe 80s yeah <laughs> and they're trying to figure out what would be the thing that you know reagan and max headroom and michael jackson they're trying to figure what's the nostalgia of the 80s gonna be Wall—it's the '80s. They're fi- trying to figure out what's going to be the nostalgia factor. They
0: get—they get a lot of it right. They get—they do get a lot of it oh, right. Yeah, yeah, um Yeah. Didn't you guys notice so, um, a young uh, a young Hobbit is uh, in the uh, in the uh, the scene with it where where they're testing the video games, where they're playing with the video games?
2: Yeah, oh, who is, it? is that. it? Sean Astin?
0: Or? It's young Elijah Wood. He's one of the kids trying to figure out oh, how to really? turn the arcade oh, wow. game on. Yeah, <clears throat> watch it again. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Yep. How about that? how how's about that? And then, um, John, of course, we got our our Joe Flaherty cameo that we always look for in all of these. Yeah, movies. I forgot. I forgot that at
2: the very end you get Joe Flaherty, who is always great, even if he's just in a movie for like two
0: minutes. He's always great. Well, we we, <laughs> we had a cameo of his in Inner Space and one in uh, one in um, um, Stripes. So, you know, we've seen him. We've seen him a lot. Yeah. This time. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. He's always, always welcome. You know, I just, (laughs) what you wanted was for him to have the career that some of those other guys had, you know, there should have been a Joe Flaherty string of movies, you know? Yeah. But he's more low key. He's more low key. He's, you know, he doesn't lend himself to, you know, broad, uh, you know, starring comedies, but he's always, he always delivers, even if it's just for like the last two minutes of a movie.
0: Love it. Uh, All right. Well, let's rank Back to the Future Part Dos. Justine, what do you give it?
1: Um I give it an eight.
0: Give it an eight, Jake. Oh I'll give it an eight. Ocho. All right, all right. Patrick. Six
3: and
0: a half. Whoa, John Sandy.
2: I give it an eight. It's a very solid sequel, and it does a good job setting up the next one. So eight, eight is for good.
0: I'm going to give it an eight as well. Um, I like that it gets a little dark, like good sequels should. Uh, I like yeah, that. Uh, that's right. Uh, you it's know, very dark. We're back to you know, we're back to neighborhoods that we know. Uh, John, I don't know if you know, we used to work with a girl. I can't remember her name. Um, her family lived in the house next. I think they rented the house next door to the house that. um, they used for Mister Strickland's house. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah. So they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they they came in and they they shot. Who was her. that? I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name. Uh, but I remember. You she, know, that's
2: just uh, that's
0: right. That's just da- about a block from. I'm sorry. Uh, that's just right down the street from the high school. Yep.
2: Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, just a block away from the high school, and you know it, that's that's Whittier High. Uh, and they, you know, you see it again. All that stuff on the fifties uh, night of the prom. It's all.
0: Right there well, you see it of. in that they do a long shot of him running down the street and the, the, you see the gym looks all burned out. It looks all bombed out because it's, uh, you know, it's the future. And uh, Strickland lives in like a war zone now. Eat, lead,
2: slackers. Yeah, that, that house is still, you know, that house is still there. That uh, That's like a classic, you know, like 30s. Arts,
0: arts and that crafts. Whole yep. That
2: whole neighborhood.
0: Yeah, It's right yeah. on Bailey Street. Opposite end of Bailey Street, yeah. what did they film, Justine? One of your favorite movies at the other end of Bailey Street?
1: is Pocus. That's
0: right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Right up by the high school. Okay. Yeah, well, usually. You- that was right up by the uh, post office, I think. If we were recording live now, if we were at back at our studio at the old uh, Under City Comics, uh, we would be about a mile from where they filmed. Uh, uh, That's right. Hill Valley That's High School. That's right. We could walk. We could walk there. there. But uh, shout out to uh, Renee uh, and Keeping Up with the Nerds. They're on issue ten. Check them out. uh, Keeping Up with the Nerds uh, podcast. Shout out to Renee and everybody over at Undercity. We will be back soon. I hope we'll be back in there. uh, Back at old. uh, You know. Uh, All right, guys. Let's move on. Oh, I I said. What did I say? I'm going to give it an eight. We give this an eight. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you said that. All right. Good. 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 Good.
1: Good. yeah a good,
0: good
2: number. Good, 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 good. Uh, Does I, anybody know what we give uh, Justine, do you know easily uh at your fingertips there what we all gave the first back to the future?
1: Yeah, let me scroll.
0: by the way, this is a well, this movie came out six months before its sequel. It's really weird the way they I remember that they um, this came out in the winter and then they they did the other one in the summer well, of 1990 it feels like they it shot, it shot
1: them together
0: except for Mario What was I'm that sorry?
1: All of us gave it a 10 except for Mario. What I give it. Oh, wow. You give it a nine.
0: I give Back oh. to Future a nine? Yep. I wonder why. Hmm. Maybe it's just the way you're feeling think that you day. you
1: should listen to the episode. Yeah. Download it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Help out those downloads, man. What episode was that?
1: <laughs> that is episode. This one's for Lou.
0: Okay. I wouldn't give it a nine.
1: Yeah, we watched Big Trouble in Little China, La Bamba, and Back to the Future.
0: Oh, that's why we watched La Bamba the I same week. I mean,
3: way. it went
0: against two really good movies.
1: But you didn't rate La Bamba higher or Big Trouble in Little China higher.
3: Maybe it was just a nine-week from Mario. That's weird. We
1: gave Big Trouble in Little China an eight-and-a-half and La Bamba a nine. So you like La Bamba and Back to the Future the same. Yeah,
0: but I'm going to say that you probably mistyped that because Back to the Future is a ten. <laughs> so it's Justine's fault. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. Is that, that, is that awesome what you're smart saying? Keeper, that's smart. You're the uh, only it, one who
1: didn't give it a 10.
0: I can't go. <clears throat> I need to go back and really listen because there's no reason I can think of that I would not give this, the original, a 10. That's interesting. Hmm.
1: Maybe because you like the Western one more?
0: No, that's definitely not it. <laughs> I don't that's hate it. People usually don't like it. Yeah. I don't hate it, but I think. Uh, well, I'll say this, until until Toy Story came along, I think Back to the Future was the most consistently good uh, trilogy as far as each episode. Um, right, right, exactly. There's no dip in quality. Yeah, we used to say
2: that all the time. It's the only trilogy that worked from beginning to finish in, until Toy
0: Story. Yeah, yeah, man. Hmm, I'll have to go back and listen to that. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. well, it was right after my brother passed away, too, so maybe I was just not feeling it, you know, yeah, it's possible
3: yeah
0: i'll give it I so oh. should cut you some slack yeah why don't you go nah. ahead and put, why don't you go ahead and pencil a ten in there no slack changing answers uh all right guys, let's move on to a movie that's definitely not gonna 10, get a gonna get a ten for me uh Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Patrick, take it away. Uh, this movie
3: released on May 24th, 1989, got an 8.2 on IMDb, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a budget of $48 million. It grossed 40, uh, $474.3 million, directed by one Stefan Spielberg.
0: Never heard of him. Mm-mm. never,
3: never. never.
4: Never heard of a Steven. Stevan.
2: Stevan. Jack Stevan. Jack Stefanino. Jack Stefanovic.
0: John, who did you like better, Jack Stevan or a- the AD Do guy?
2: Well, as you know, being a Shadow fan, I had a, I sort of uh, leaned toward the AD Do. Who knows, knows. knows what trouble lurks in your pipes?
0: a d Do. Remember that guy. The shadow knows. What's All that? Right. Remember that guy?
2: Yeah. Who knows what trouble lurks in your plumbing?
0: John, was he the announcer for The Shadow originally?
2: No, 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 no. That guy was probably long dead. The the Shadow radio show goes back to the uh, 40s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. And, you know, I got to say that most people probably didn't even get the reference. I didn't get the reference until I heard... The shadow radio show and i'm like oh that's what that guy was doing <laughs> who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men the shadow knows <laughs> and i'm like oh that plumber was just doing the shadow well who the fuck's gonna get that you know
0: <laughs> alec baldwin mm,
2: hey i wonder how that holds up i don't remember hating that movie it just wasn't a hit i wonder how that holds up today
0: John, you Wait, should do it. Uh, you should do a double feature by yourself and then report back. The Phantom.
2: You know what? A double. <laughs> what's that?
0: The Phantom and the Shadow. You should do it. Um,
2: yeah, you're right. Two, that's a perfect double feature, Mario, because it's two movies that uh, should have should have been hits. I'm sure they thought, oh, this will be like Raiders of the Lost Ark. This will just and nobody gave a shit. They just didn't care.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, um, Billy,
2: that was Billy Zane, right? Billy Zane Billy is the Zane. Phantom and uh, Alec Baldwin is the Shadow. And man.
0: John, what was the tagline on the Phantom movie poster?
2: Oh, hell. I can't remember. It was out like a week. you know.
0: <laughs> Slam evil. Well, Slam evil.
2: Yeah. You know, I took my mom to see both of those. She was, a, you know, like me, she was a real sucker for those kind of movies. Like The Rocketeer. That's another one. Not a flop, but but not exactly a smash hit. And I think they thought with all three of those, okay, here's our next uh, Indiana Jones, and it just it just weren't
0: smash hits, you know. Oh. Who would we lose? Oh, who did we lose?
2: I think we lost Jake.
0: Oh, okay, Jake. no big deal. Fuck, poor guy. Mario, I
2: think I'm going to do that because uh, I remember liking both of those, the Shadow and the Phantom. I want to, I want
0: to, so, I want a full report let's let's see okay a, i'm gonna do it let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll have jake back with us i promise all right everybody we are back sorry for that delay we had a little technical difficulty but we're all back is everybody good it's okay, everybody got up, went to yeah. the bathroom, had a little beverage. Uh it'll be only a matter of seconds to the podcast listeners, but we were actually gone for four hours. So now we're back and uh we're putting it all together.
3: Boys! Nice.
0: It's time to talk about Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. For many, this is the most beloved film in the Indiana Jones trilogy. Uh let's talk about it. Uh Patrick.
3: Patrick. Who me? Me first? Yes, sir. <laughs> Who me? <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ricky Nelson. Who me? This. Uh, this is definitely. Well, what is that noise? Who's it's, got their beard on
0: the phone? It's beard. Oh, it's beard noise. Beard it's noise.
1: It's me. Sorry. <laughs>
0: oh, you were rubbing your phone on Patrick. <laughs> Whoa. That's disgusting. Wow. Well, actually, yeah. that doesn't make sense. You'd have to rub it on yourself because you're the beard. Sorry, I ruined that. Yeah. Wow. Hello. Wow. Go ahead.
1: That's
3: Anyways. <laughs> you were saying, Patrick. Uh, uh, this is by far my favorite of the Indiana Jones trilogy. Uh, is correct that it is the most beloved for a lot of people. Not everybody, for sure. I know that either you love it or it's just okay. Um but growing up for me, this one really captured a lot of the humor and kind of the wonder of Indiana Jones. Um,
1: daddy issues.
3: Right. Totally. Uh, makes perfect sense. Doesn't it? Um, but I, I, I have a lot of fun with this one. I have a lot of fun with the puzzles, the story, uh, the, the grail story. It's a really interesting take on like the King Arthur grail story, which was a lot of fun. Um, and it's just, it's well done. Um, and kind of like that whole, like I said, that whole magic moment where, uh, you know, where he's going through the trials to get the Holy Grail is just—it's really well done and it's really well portrayed, and um, you really buy into it. It's good. I like it.
0: All right, that's, a, that's... and it's
3: fun. Like he—he's—he's he's doing what he does best. He kicks Nazi ass.
0: It's a lot of fun. He, he and Sean Connery brings a lot of fun to the role. I mean, what, we've seen him in, you know. Last time we saw him, he was getting machine gunned in Untouchables.
3: He, he's great in
0: this. Fantastic. The complete opposite yeah. of James Bond.
3: Um, yeah. I am totally, I love the fact that he's like this dorky old man. Um, he's a nerdy kind of uh, bookish scholar, and it, he does a good job. I got no complaints.
0: Sean Connery is definitely playing against type here, and it works very well. And he's yes. he's very good at it. He's very good at being, you know, this kind of bumbling old man, you know? Uh,
3: and you get you get one of the best jokes of all the fact that uh, you know he's named after the dog. He chose the dog's
0: name. Um, I was going to say you get the best joke of all, which is uh, that uh, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say, but it wasn't the dog. Um, Justine, talk about it. Indiana Jones: Last Crusade. What do you think?
1: I love this. Mm -hmm. This is Sean Connery's best.
3: (laughs) 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 Um, It's it's one of his best. Hunt for Red October. Solid, you know.
0: We're getting to that. We're not there yet, but uh, (laughs) Wait,
3: just wait, (laughs) Justine.
0: Life-changing. Yeah, for sure. Talk talk to us about this movie, Justine. What? Talk to us about this movie, Justine
1: but I think that this is his best film. I think he's playing the perfect role. Um I like that there's no girl they're fighting for in this like he is um Indiana Jones.
0: I think they learned their lesson with with Temple of Doom. Yeah. And, yeah. And and said we're never going to have another Marion who was really his equal kind of So I loved her. But yeah. And so the girl gets I, kind of downplayed in this one a little bit.
3: I love, yeah, and then this she movie. turns out to be evil.
0: She's very much like I love how- she. This is very much. She is very much a Bond girl in this movie. The girl that's kind of the pawn and not, you know, she's working for the bad guy and then might be good and you know they did they definitely definitely went very Bond girl with her. Yes. Um...
1: But I like that they, I mean, I love the puzzles in this. I love that they take it to a library. I think that's interesting. And the, um, I laughed at the part. I don't know. I think it's so funny when the guy's stamping in the library books. <laughs> 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 it's so stupid, but I love it. It's so funny.
0: That felt. And he looks at the stamp. <laughs> that felt very at home in a '70s Roger Moore movie. There's a couple of gags in here where you go, "Oh, that that would work," you know. That would work in other places, too. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that the chemistry between Harrison Ford and Sean Connery is fantastic. So you don't really need a girl in this because you're having so much fun watching them and their relationship. Yeah. Yes. You're having so much fun. He's by
3: like, far right, like his part. best sidekick.
1: And I love when he's holding him and he calls him Indiana. And are mm-hmm. like, oh, shoot. Gotta let go of that cup. Gotta let go. <laughs> um, your daddy's calling you.
0: And then even uh-huh. then, <laughs> but also the fact that it, that his son was more important to him than the grail is, you know, that's, I think it's a, that's a sobering moment for Indy because he's, cause yeah, it's
3: he's, nice to see like, there's no point where the grail is more important than him.
0: Yeah. And, I
1: love the scene. I've always loved the scene where he walks like on that bridge nope. across. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So mind blowing! I love
0: it. The leap from the lion's head—that that shot where they turn around to reveal it from the side—you're like,
1: oh snap! So good, I love it. Um, but I mean, you see like the special effects, and that's pretty dated, but it, it doesn't hurt the film.
0: I don't think. I'll tell you what. Um, this is one of the first movies uh, I remember seeing this movie in the theater. Uh, this the the special memory I have of seeing this particular movie was. Uh, I was about to graduate from high school. My friends came over on a Friday night. We went, and this is back in the day when you had to stand in line, right? There was no like, the best thing you could do was go early and buy tickets. And then, you know, oh, I want a ticket for the seven o'clock show. You know, you go at like two in the afternoon and then come back um, and get in line. Uh, But I remember we were getting, we're at my house getting ready to go. And my friends were, we we're all getting ready to leave. And, and, uh, uh, somebody just one of my friends i think it might have been Itish, was like hey he asked my dad he's like hey you should come with us to see this you like indiana jones and my dad's like ah, i don't want to go stand outside with a bunch of kids and you know then my friends are like no come on so my dad stood outside with us he went he went with us it was really weird uh, it was really funny uh and he loved it he loved it we had a good time uh, but i remember we were standing outside wow. the theater for like an hour or two and uh you That's know pretty cool yeah yeah it was, a, it was a good memory speaking of daddy issues there you go there you go patrick uh but yeah, I remember he came with us and he was cracking. He laughed and and you know, uh he loved he really loved the character, he loved Indiana Jones and uh and uh he he was he was he was kind of taken aback at the way Sean Connery portrayed he was expecting her to be more like his dad, you know, like more like his son. So I remember he thought that was really funny that they played him as like a bumbling guy. Um uh, but I, I do remember that. But yes, uh the one thing I always take away from this is that relationship with the father and the son and uh for us i mean like for me even back in the 80s this is the point i was going to make that blimp scene never looked convincing
3: <laughs> even back yeah there's two even it's yeah, that one and then the tank scene when it falls over the edge those two really don't work
0: the tank scene didn't bother the first one that what's the one that doesn't work for you the first one uh the blimp when he when he throws them out into the luggage and the German guy's like, I'll get you! And he's shaking his fist in German. And the blimp's flying away. Yeah. That never looked real, ever. Oh, it, oh
2: the Zeppelin!
0: Yeah. Never in any... Under any circumstances. And then the planes always look suspect. Like, the way... When it's going through the tunnel, <laughs> that never looked real. Uh, that, was, that was always kind of ridiculous, even back in the day. So, don't feel bad, Justine, that those don't hold up. But... Uh, you know. We're, we're you're still we're still friends. You know. Okay. Justine's playing Animal Crossing. Patrick Uh could I you talk? It's Jake's turn. No no no. Could you take the the uh switch away from her, please? Thank you.
3: I'm in the other room, sorry. <sighs> She's a strong independent woman. I can't do anything like that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jake Indiana Jones Last Crusade. What do you think, my man? You know Indiana Jones Last Crusade.
4: Turn to form fighting fighting Nazis. Yes, I think it's great. I think the main girl has a, it just plays a really great role in the movie. Kind of back and forth between Nazis and trying to help Indy, mm-hmm. but.
3: Being a selfish son of a bitch. It's great.
0: She also hooked up with uh, Sean Connery. So there you go.
3: She was conflicted by that Jones D. Mm-hmm. which yeah,
0: which Jones, which D's better? Oh, no. No. I hope you guys are talking about defense. I really hope defense, you guys yeah. are talking about the defensive game.
4: <laughs> I mean, that's that's very important.
0: Can have a
3: good offense but a good
0: defense. That's really what I hope. Uh what mm-hmm. you talking we about? we
3: showed her defense. Oh
0: man. That is awful. That's probably the worst joke that's ever been made on this show. Um and there've been I a lot of there's been a lot of terrible ones. Uh I can do better. Had you seen this before, Jake?
4: Um again, a very long time ago.
0: But yes, I have seen it before. And is this your favorite of the trilogy?
4: Um I, ooh, God, I always go back and forth between which one's my favorite. This is a great one, but I think the first one holds special place in my heart. But
0: he really likes Crystal Skull. Like, a, like yeah, very, Crystal Skull is yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, okay. That's your favorite. Yeah, you
4: know,
0: just a Crystal Skull will always hold a place in my heart. All right, now this is the one I've been waiting for because John and I are going to commiserate on the stuff we don't like in this one. I'm excited for this. Uh, I love. We're
2: going to commiserate on the stuff we didn't like. About we didn't this like
0: movie. about this one. Uh, I know. I love this movie. I do love it, but I, they they just made some weird decisions along the way. So, John, what do you think of this one? I want to hear. Well, what,
2: uh, you, I always love this. I I always loved this movie. I thought it was just as good as the first one and even had a little more because it's working in all the stuff with his dad. You know, it's got a depth that the, you know, it's got a little more depth to it than the first one. Mm. So you got all the fun. Mm. It's got all the fun of the first one, but it gives you a whole nother layer because he's dealing with, you know, the situation with his dad. And as you said, I remember you said this immediately when it came out, you said, uh, you know, it only, you know, he works so much better when he's fighting the Nazis, you know? It's like, yeah. maybe, the, you always said, maybe that's the lesson we should learn here, is that it's it only works when the bad guys are the Nazis. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really the only time. But I, I-,
2: I love, I just love all the stuff with his dad. Um, I thought all the stuff with the Grail, everything that leads up to them finding the Grail, I thought that all worked really well. And, um, you know, my dad saw this movie too and liked it a lot, and, he used to have a running joke because I'm named after my dad. So he, he loved that line where he's all, don't call me junior. (laughs) (laughs) I love it because, um, that's something nobody ever did call me that, you know? Uh, but he, he loved that line in the movie. You know, he loved the relationship between, uh, you know, Indiana Jones and his dad. And so he just thought that was the funniest line. You know,
0: don't call me junior. And then he guns down three Nazis. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, no, he, he got a big kick out of it. And, um, uh, also that's kind of like, my, my dad was starting to look like that toward, you know, he had a gray beard and he was balding. And so he was starting to kind of look like old Sean Connery by the time he hit his seventies, uh, you know, I love it. So, um, yeah, it's just, uh, so yeah, we both, we both love this movie. I, I don't think I can, it's hard. It's hard. I guess it's hard to imagine liking this actually better than Raiders of the Lost Ark, but it's, it's every bit as good I would say it's every bit as good as Raiders of the Lost Ark. And uh, I do love the last bit. It, even if some of the effects maybe look uh, a little dated, uh, it it really holds up as far as just the way it plays out. Yeah. When they finally find the grail and they go, ah, oh, it's a simple, it's a simple, you know, cup for a simple, you know, it's it's not going to be the one that's full of jewels. And uh, it, oh, the only people that would know that would be people that really know their history, you know, and their yeah. archaeology.
0: Mm-hmm. This looks like the cup of a carpenter.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I was trying to remember what the second line was. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I loved loved all of it right to the end. And, yeah, the thing with the invisible bridge I still think is very cool. It's a very cool effect. Yeah. Whether it's – I don't know how they would do it today, but I just – I love when the camera moves and you go, oh, that's what it is. You know?
0: This is John's one of –
2: Also – the other line that sticks out is when he goes, he did not choose wisely. You
0: know? <laughs> he chose, poorly. He chose yep. poorly. John, I'm surprised your your favorite yeah. line in this movie is, I should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers. I'm surprised that's oh, not your God.
2: Oh, you know what? That is my favorite line in the whole movie. It's almost like an inside joke for Marx Brothers fans. When he said that, it just, it, yeah, it did. It just, it made me like this. Uh, I just died. I just doubled up. I love it. Yeah. And I also love the delivery on that. You know, it's the great Sean Connery sort of Scottish burr.
0: And dis- you know, and disappointment. Sort of build to the Mox Brothers. Mm-hmm. I wrote them and down in my a, diary so that I wouldn't have. I, yes. know that got, I think you're the only
2: person that got as big a kick out of that line as yeah. I
0: did. You get a lot of vintage Connery. You, get, you do get a lot of that. You get a lot of he's saying words that... Really bring out that brogue and his ass is pronunciation of ass, I wrote them down in my diary so that I wouldn't have to remember. You know, Marcus would agree what's with the me. the other one? Which one?
2: The other one that you, the one that you always do about um, about illiterate Nazis uh, when you, in the tank. When oh, oh, oh. Goes, uh,
0: It tells me that stepping morons like you should try reading books instead of burning them. Like that, that one. It's <laughs> so great. <laughs> So good so many good Sean Connery. Uh, so my biggest you do, a good, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, you do a good Sean Connery. Thank you. Thank you. My biggest uh <laughs> problems with this movie are the this is this I have the same problem with this movie that you have with Star Trek V, where it gets a little wacky. There's no reason to make Marcus a bumbler except for the one joke, you know, where he's like, you know, he got lost in his own museum once, you know, cause he's such a great joke. He's such a serious character in the first one that you're just not expecting it to go, to go South, you know, like that. And then they kind of turned Sala into the same thing. Sala was kind of like, I mean, he was never super serious, but he was kind of like a, he, they, they were, they, they, they were characters that seemed to have a life outside of, being an indiana jones circle you know they had a a life outside of that in this one they're basically they're they're just cartoon characters you know
2: like comic comic relief
0: yeah so for me that doesn't always work as well and this to me seemed like Mm. i don't know why this movie always seemed like uh, they i mean i'm sure they spent a lot of money on it but there's stuff that's just glaringly there's a lot of mistakes that i see in the background stuff that didn't you know like stuff that doesn't like make sense. The stuff that doesn't make sense. Like, why would the propeller be out of the water in the? You know what I mean? Just stuff that you're like, oh, they're just throwing that in there, but it just doesn't seem. It's stretching the limits mm. of believability, even for uh, an Indiana Jones movie. Like the plane going into mm. the tunnel and passing them. It's just like uh, that doesn't mm. always work for me. It's a little slapsticky. It's almost out of like mm. it's almost out of like an airplane movie or something, you know. Mm. Huh. Yeah.
2: So that's interesting. So you think it's silly in the way that I think that Star Trek is silly. Yes, yes, hmm. yes, yes. Uh
0: hmm. yeah, it just goes really goofy. Um so hmm. you're just like, oh, okay, hmm. well, I guess we're doing straight comedy now. Um Wow. would you still like this better than uh Temple of Doom. Oh, it's right? way better than Temple of Doom, <laughs> like it. No, there's some great stuff. The whole thing in the beginning, his origin story, it gives you an origin story. And you know how he yeah. got the scar, how he's why he's afraid of snakes. That's great. How he gets the hat. Um, I love all that. What happened to his mom? And then, yeah, you find out you know what happens to his mother, and then, but then there's scenes like the scene on the tanker where they're on the ship. That never looked convincing. That looked like a set all all the time. What's, what scene? The scene on what the boat, on the ship, on the ship. The, the next scene when they cut to him getting the fedora. And then he's on the oh. ship and, they're, you know, the ship sinks and all that. That never looked convincing. That always looked like, mm-hmm. oh, they're in, a, they're in a tank in a studio somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And Raiders always mm-hmm. looked, I think because Raiders was shot mm-hmm. on location, it looked, and by the way, I'm well aware of you guys doing that, and I'm going to keep plowing through it, but um, what? The, the, what? you go, hmm, and then Patrick <laughs> goes, hmm. So I don't know if you hear I'm- it. I don't know if you, I know you're yeah, doing right. it, you're doing it sincerely, John. Um, Patrick yeah. is just chiming in and doing it on top of you. Okay. But I'm just going through All it right. because I'm a professional and I'm not even going to point okay. it out. All right. So. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think because Indiana Jones was shot mostly on location, uh, or Raiders of the Lost Ark were shot on location, it had a different feel to it. A lot of this feels like, hey, we're on a set in a studio somewhere and then, you know, we're going to go here and then, uh, you know. I don't know. That whole ga- yeah. then there's some gags that don't land for me, like the whole thing with uh Sala saying run and Marcus not getting it. That that always felt weird. Felt like a really bad comedy duo. I don't know. It's just it's some stuff that doesn't quite land for me. But uh mm. yeah. Okay. Don't.
2: Uh that's interesting. Uh, you know, you know what Mario, I think those are all valid uh those are all valid uh arguments. I think it it's so well done in other areas. I guess that just kind of, it doesn't matter to me. It just kind of doesn't, doesn't even register because all this stuff between him and his dad, it just uh, lands so perfectly. Yes. I guess I don't even yeah, yeah. notice the stuff. No. But you, you're right. There's a lot of stuff that looks like it's studio bound. You're right. That stuff is blaringly studio. But I guess I just didn't care because I was having so much fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, know, I like when they get out and they're like, you know, the whole motorcycle chase is good cuz they're outside and the whole I mean, dude, there's some great moments in here like that whole gag with, you know, where he goes to get the book back and runs into Hitler. That is, you know, oh, that's, <laughs> that's great. that's, that's so great. and the that, the way that whole scene is shot is just so chilling because it's so accurate. Yeah. It's so it's like yeah. you're watch, like the old news reels we've seen, you know. Shoot, yeah. we're seeing that yeah. on the streets of America right now those types of rallies. Yeah. Um, That's right. So you're right. There is a lot to love, but for me, the stuff that doesn't work is glaring because it works so well in, because it's, because I'm always comparing it to Raiders of the Lost Ark where everything works, you know, which we've said is a perfect movie. You're like, gosh, if they had only, if they had only tried a little harder on this and this, it would have been, uh, yeah. Like there's always a scene that I noticed and I'm not kidding. I noticed this in the theater when they show the shot that Justine said of him in the library and he's like, it's a 10, and he looks up. You look up, and you're looking at Harrison Ford, and in the back, you can tell it's a fake uh, bookcase. Mm-hmm. It's just a bookcase with, like, it's all it's painted black, and there's, like, painted books in there. And you're like, oh, like, mm. that's so, like, they couldn't have just gotten a bookshelf? You're Steven Spielberg. Like, mm. what, you know what I mean? Uh, so there's just a lot of things like that where I'm like, oh, I just feel like maybe, and who knows? It was probably a hard movie to shoot, you know? There's a lot of elements in there. I just never bought the boat chase. Like, that never really did much for me. Um, Mm. You know, things like that. The the scene in the airplane is great. Son, they got us.
2: I I, I love the stuff with the Zeppelin, even though, Yeah. uh, yeah, you never believe it's a real Zeppelin, but I still, I just love that because it's so much of its time. And you're like, wow, you know, you're inside this German Zeppelin. I always yeah. thought that was great. Flip it's too that bad. That's that's glaringly, you know, fake. But-
0: flip that a couple of years later, and the Rocketeer does a great job with the same with the same premise, you know. Right. So right. you know, and this is Spielberg, so you're expecting Spielberg quality, you know. And I think that's yeah. where, yeah, I think that's where it falls short for me in a couple of. Uh, but Sean I Connery is amazing. I, I sound like I'm harping on it. Then when I give him, I'm going to do. I'm doing a Justine. I'm downplaying it. And then, and then I'm going to give it a great score. But, uh, yeah, there's just a lot that – I guess I'm kind of – because when you guys start dropping 10s on it, I want everybody to know why it's not getting a 10 for me. So what? that's really <laughs> weird.
2: I, I love that. Listen, when you guys are all dropping 10s, I want you to know
3: why I'm not dropping
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. a 10 on
0: this movie. But, uh, no, I love it's, – it's it's my second favorite behind uh, – it's behind Raiders. <laughs> is my, it's my second favorite. Oh, so Lena
3: Tyrell just being like, I want him to know it was
0: me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's for blasphemy. And then I slap you.
2: <laughs> I'm, picturing, I'm actually picturing Mario as George C. Scott. Listen, you bastards. I'm telling you right yeah. now.
0: That's, that's always <laughs> a, one of my favorite lines. I, I wrote them down in my diary so that I wouldn't have to remember. Uh, mm. Guys, let's rank it. Indiana Jones, mm. Last Crusade, Holy Grail. Uh, I do like Marcus Brody when he says the fish... Uh, water no water sir no the fish make love in it that always makes me laugh um let's he, and, and by the way by the way while i'm saying that denim elliott plays a great bumbler he is fantastic uh but i'm just a little sad to see him turn into i don't know i don't know why it bothers me but him and Salah, mm. i felt like they needed you know a little bit a little bit better, mm. you know you. i do want to learn the little handshake they do mm. though
2: Hey, I think the look on his face when they do that first little secret handshake is fantastic because he's doing it really fast because he wants to ask him what he's doing there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is good. But
2: boy, that's acting. It's acting because he looks like he's done that like a billion times with the handshake. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, you're right. You're absolutely right. All right, guys, let's rank it. John, what do you give Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade?
2: I give it a 9.5. I. You know, I don't know what's keeping it from a ten, but it's definitely a nine point five.
0: All right, Jake. Ooh, let's give it.
4: Let's give it. Mm, nine, nine and nine. And, yeah, nine.
0: Giving it a nine. All right, uh, Patrick. This is a ten for me. Justini Weenie.
1: Tenny Weenie.
0: You're giving it a 10? (laughs) I'm going to give it an 8.5. 8.5. That's
3: not bad. That's respectable. 8.5. Your your points were very valid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Some of the jokes just don't land and it it always bothers me because it's like we could have done a couple extra takes, Stevie. Uh, The floor is on fire.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, those points are probably what what kept me from giving it a 10. If you hadn't said all that stuff, I probably would have given it a 10.
0: Well, I'm glad I'm influencing somebody in a negative way. I'm just <laughs> kidding. That's awful. I'm sorry, 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 Indy. But uh, yeah, I mean, you do get to see him really beat up some Nazis in here, which is always great. Um, does, that whole last sequence in the tank is awesome. All that stuff. Uh, yeah, it, it kind of
2: it, it goes. I'd say it's as good as all that stuff in the first one. Yeah,
0: though. and you, you guys are right. The the, the sequence in the tomb. You know when they're trying to get to where the Holy Grail is. You know what? Another thing, I, I never bought the knight being alive. That always felt. I mean, he does. He is great. Oh, oh come on! But I never, I never bought that. <laughs> he struggles to suspend eternal Okay. I, I I just I never bought it. I never. Did bought you stand it. up at the theater and go, "Oh, he couldn't be alive"? No, after you know, I don't. I don't hate it.
3: I going, "This is bullshit. I don't
0: hate it. It just, it just, it just seemed like it. It was weird. What it was is, when you think of the last sequence in Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? You know, they, they open the Ark, and God melts the faces off the Nazis, right? That you believe. No. You believe. That. Well, yeah. I mean, I do believe that. But, uh, no, that was something spectacular. This was just an old guy in, like, some makeup. You know what I mean? It it, yeah. se- it
2: seemed a little oh, for, cr- it's, oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, I give it a ten. Go back and give it a ten. Uh, Eight point five. <laughs> Eight point five. This Nothing. is like what Mario always says to me about Wizard of Oz. So you have no problem with the tornado dropping a house no, no, no. into a land of <laughs> trolls and witches, but you got a problem with the waxer for the Tin Man.
0: No, you know what? I just felt like maybe that guy. It should have been something more than just an old man. I don't know. It just I was like, it's like this guy's been alive for a thousand years. Like, and it's just it's,
3: an, it's, it's just, the simplicity of it that makes it beautiful.
0: Mm, nah, I wanted this guy to be. <laughs>
3: Which so uh-huh. let, let
2: me ask you this would you have been happier if it was like a CGI guy that looked like he was a thousand
0: years no, old No 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 I don't know I don't know what I wanted it just it just that you it that skeleton, scene like some talking skeleton No that's I don't like know that. that's the thing it's would you hard
3: Would you've been happy if it was a woman
0: mm. Well sure but it well, it oh, never oh, sure. that, that scene never worked for me I don't know why that scene never really. Oh, for the love of Christ!
3: Like what about the cup? <laughs> like when he realizes which cup it is. That doesn't. No, that
0: is hard? good. That whole thing is good. Just the knight himself. I was always like, oh, just an old, mm-hmm. just an old guy.
3: Oh, uh, I mean, just uh, think about what tough. he's been doing. He's literally just been fucking sitting there. Nothing. That sentence. Even have a book to read. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, no, no one
4: uh, can
3: sit there and do nothing for hundreds
4: of years. Come on. I could do um, that. Really,
0: Three out of ten will never watch again. I will. I love it. That thing never, I don't know why that that never worked for me. Just the old guy in there. I don't know. I wanted you, something I mean, but,
3: Your but, score, but, eight and a half, is still solid. Like, yeah. I have
0: no complaints about that. I wanted something more. I wanted mm-hmm. something more. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. God, so God can melt your
2: face off, but not, but no. yeah, because that's, no old that's, spe- that's,
0: that's spectacular. That is something spectacular. <laughs> That is something that's just like... he's
3: really fucking tired. (laughs) He's really tired. Yeah.
0: I like that he comes out and he gives a little, like, he gives a little, like, wave at the end. He's like, hey, see you guys. (laughs) I do like that. He gives gives a little live long and prosper. He gives you that.
3: I think it was cool because it, like, it gave him the opportunity to actually, like, step into the legend itself. Like, that was what... Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. Experiencing that real...
0: Moment in history. Here's the thing. Maybe if he had, because the whole thing it was supposed to give you eternal life, right? So who uh-huh. knows? I mean, I guess you know the knight was old at the time that he went in there and he didn't. Oh hate. yeah, for sure he was. Yeah, I he thought it. Mean. You know, maybe it was just a like I don't know. Maybe the knight. Let's go the other way. If he would have been like a younger dude, a little bit more like like a swashbuckling guy, like a knight, like that, maybe that would have worked better. Worked better for me because it's like what the fuck? I've been mm. here. I've been here like a million. You know, I've been here waiting for you guys and I haven't aged. You know. Um mm, so I don't know about that. Yeah. He drank from the cup, right? Yeah. He drank from the yeah. cup. Right.
3: Yeah, I mean, so so the cup ice? Ice?
0: I'll tell you what though, Donovan turning to dust is fantastic. That is a great effect. Yeah. What was
3: that? Death.
0: You guys are is really nice. It's
3: ma- a great way to get a Nazi sympathizer,
0: turn him to dust. I love how upset John got. That's fantastic. Cause he does the same, cause, cause I like that he changed his score, but I like better. that I like the it. Cause John will have movies where he is, he will do the same thing. He will put up a defense of that movie and you'll go, but John, what about this? And he'll be like, Nope. And uh so I, I like when, I like when he has to do, I like when he has to, when it goes the other way and he just can't believe it. I'm like, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm just a man. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I know. But if I say something about Bride of Frankenstein, watch the cackles.
2: Hey, don't they- a- <laughs> hey, hey, you? Don't hey. Now watch it.
0: <laughs> amateur. <laughs> the special effects are purely amateur hour. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I, I love how gleeful you're getting. It's strictly amateur hour. <laughs> oh, that that would have been great if Doctor Proteus was in the uh, in the in the in the in the Grail cave.
2: Oh, oh, Pretorius. <laughs>
0: It would have been better if Dr. Zaeus was in the cave. Oh, my God. It would have been Dr. better... Dr. Zaius, Dr. Zaius. It would have been Dr. better Zaius. if Zardoz was in the cave. Can you imagine? No. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, no. Or, or if, if Zardoz was his dad. Turned into Zardoz? Yeah, what if Connery comes yeah. out in the loincloth? Sean, <laughs> I have something to tell you. And then, boing, codpiece. And what if it's... Uh,
2: What if the uh, Grail is in this giant stone head that flies around? Yeah,
0: Sean, feast your eyes on my Um, codpiece. He's
3: talking about getting uh, the diary back, and he's going, "We will sit on their beaches and
0: listen to their rock and roll, and we will conduct (laughs) missile drills." Uh, So great, so great. Uh, All right, guys, let's uh, let's rank it. All right, (laughs) Justine, what's up for next week, buddy?
1: Next week we have Lethal Weapon 2 Who Framed Roger Rabbit.
0: Wow. Hot movies. I don't know. Who. Two detective stories. <laughs> you guys all remember Lethal Weapon we watched it Christmas 2 years ago. We're not doing a Halloween movie this week. Let me ask you guys this. Halloween is uh, uh a week and a half from week? now. Do you guys want to do Do you guys want to do Two '80s Halloween movies. You want to put those in there because, yes. because yes. I ha- I have a couple we can. I, I was thinking we could do. Depending yes. on which one it is, Evil Dead. Yes. We can do the Evil Dead. Yes. And and one we skipped that I think we should do Poltergeist. Oh
1: my god, I love Poltergeist. So
0: so for next week, we're going to do a change-up. We're going to do a change-up. We're going to do Poltergeist, and we're going to do The Evil Dead. The original Evil Dead with Sam Raimi. So we're going to throw... I was just thinking, we didn't do any Halloween movies. Because last year, I think the Halloween movies kind of fell. They were around what we were doing. Yeah, we did did, uh, Halloween and... uh, I forgot what else. Halloween. Yeah, but let's do uh, let's do a couple of '80s uh, um, because John, you should have no problem finding those, right?
2: You're right, right. I probably have them. Actually, I've never—you'll never believe this—I've never seen the original Evil Dead. What? what? Oh my god! Okay. What? Yeah.
3: All
0: right, let's talk about it. All right, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw Evil Dead the first time. I didn't realize it was kind of a comedy and I just remember the lady coming out of the basement and it scared the poop out of me.
3: Or the tree scene. You're just like, the fuck am I watching?
0: Yeah. The tree hey, scene. I, is... I haven't
3: watched it yet. Oh yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. Sorry, Glenn, sorry.
0: Okay. Yeah. We should definitely, <laughs> John. Wait, there's a, there's a tree in it. <laughs> we should, we should definitely watch evil dead because we are going to watch army of darkness when we get to the nineties. So, oh hell yeah. Definitely yeah should... You got to watch it. Then. Yeah. All right. Or we, or do you okay. want to do Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two? Ooh, uh, I don't know. It's
1: up to you guys. What you watched all of like the what is that? Well,
0: we've all, the we, we've all seen Poltergeist. We've all seen guys, right?
1: I mean, we could do a threefer.
0: You want to do threefer? So
1: tr- last Halloween, we watched Halloween Two, an American Werewolf in London, The Thing, Creepshow, Twilight Zone, the movie and aliens
0: because we watched them over like three we weeks right yeah all right let's let's and then
1: the, the one before that we did dawn of the dead alien and halloween all right
0: here's what we're gonna do we're, we're gonna do a three for and if we we don't because we've all seen poltergeist i think so mm. do yeah. do evil dead and evil dead 2 for sure and if you can work in poltergeist work it in it should be fine but we'll watch evil dead and evil dead 2 for halloween this year all right we here's, here we come and then and then we can get Poltergeist and it'll be fun. I I don't know how we skip Poltergeist because uh, I was gonna some. What I'll do is I'll stretch the rules sometimes and on on holidays and stuff I'll throw movies that I don't actually own because we're doing it for like like a special thing. So I can rent. I have hard copies of all these movies, so I'll just bust those out. But um,
3: you don't have to tell the audience. We can lie to
0: them. Yeah, but yeah, let's uh, let's let's do Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and then we'll do Poltergeist as well. So. For for creepy Halloween, all right? Right on! I'm excited.
1: Creepy paper.
0: (laughs) I just showed Nicole and I just watched the the movie What We Do in the Shadows. She had never seen it, so So I
1: love that movie. She
0: loved it, so I showed her the first episode of the show Creepy Paper. (laughs)
3: Creepy paper.
0: (laughs) It's crepe paper. (laughs) <laughs> that show's so stupid, dude. It makes me laugh. It's so good, though. <laughs> that show makes me laugh. Creepy Paper.
1: <laughs> I've been watching, um, I've actually been watching horror movies almost this whole month.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, like what? Like what? I
1: watched the new The um, Invisible Man. Mm hmm. And I watched a bunch of old things. So I started watching Twilight Zone. I saw that episode with the books because I haven't My seen that one. one.
0: Oh, uh, was it great? Bridges, Meredith?
1: Yeah, and I watched Children of the Corn. How was that? I watched it when I was a kid and I didn't realize how stupid it was.
0: Oh! No. <laughs> okay. no. Here's what I want you guys to do. Perfect. Justine, you just gave me an idea. Instead of Poltergeist.
1: <laughs> how many times am I fixing my sheet here?
0: John, you're going to hate me. Whoa. John, John, you're going to hate me. John, you're going to hate me for this. You're going to hate me for this. We're going to watch a movie called Maximum Overdrive.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I've I've
0: seen it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's Rutger Hauer, right?
0: No, no, no. It's No, no, no. It's uh, no, he's not in. It's Emilio Estevez. Yeah.
2: yeah, Oh, why do I always think it's the hitcher?
0: When you see Maximum Overdrive, why do I always think it's the hitcher? (laughs) I don't know. Maximum Overdrive, John. Do you remember that one?
2: It's Trucks, right?
0: Yeah, it's the only movie Stephen King ever directed. We're going to watch that one. Let's do that one.
1: Okay, I put it in. Um, I was watching Sleepy Hollow, Interview with the Vampire, Um, basically anything that any of the platforms are presenting as Halloween. Oh, nice. Perfect. Had you
2: you seen Sleepy Hollow, the movie before? Yes. What'd you think?
1: I mean, it's the same. I kind of forgot, like, the storyline in it. But, you know, Johnny it's Depp a great was movie, like um, Johnny Depp.
2: <laughs> I love that Dad you get the... Uh...
1: He hasn't realized it yet.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's true. You know, he really was on a roll. I'd have to say, by the time he's doing Sleepy Hollow, he's really on a roll, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. he, like, played the same thing after that. Um, Interview with the Vampire. That one was great. Pocus Pocus the huge. Yeah, watching all of them.
0: Nice. Right on.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you guys recommend any that's not that dumb. All right. I'll watch it.
0: Well, I'm definitely going to recommend Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Um if you've never seen it we can okay, find Okay, so Evil Dead, Evil you, Dead 2 so that- and Maximum Overdrive. <laughs>
2: Okay, so the third one we're doing is
0: Maximum Overdrive. Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two. Oh, God damn it! Why are you mad, okay. No,
3: it's Maximum Overdrive. It's ridiculous. Okay.
0: It's your favorite, you know it. It is one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies.
3: Yeah,
0: because okay. it's so bad. I guess
2: I've never seen that. Never seen it,
0: so. John. You've never Whoa. seen it. Oh no! The cast alone so, is um, the, the cast alone is worth the price of admission.
2: All right. Well all
3: right. All oh, right, all oh, right,
0: all oh, right. Uh, oh, right, oh, right. and you can still watch Poltergeist if you want. I mean throw that in there if you want. You know. All right. well, I will watch oh, three, four movies. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch all these movies this week anyway, so it's it's easy wait, for me. Wait,
1: you're also throwing in Poltergeist?
0: If you want.
1: How am I putting that in there? Are we doing That's it? That's
0: nebula. Well, wait until next week if we actually do it, then you put it in the in your book. <laughs> Guys, the game starts in 10 minutes. So for Jake, for John, for Patrick, and for Justine, we will see you next week with some Halloween specials. This transition ends now. Fight the power.